We're back. Bonus. Part two of part four of part (laughs) season three. Look, it's the season three finale bonus episode. First time we're ever doing one of these, and we couldn't be more excited. There's too much X-Boys content for one episode. It's a whopper of a season. We wanted to truly awesome wrap it up for you guys. (laughs) And if you listen to our last episode, you'll know that uh, in this one, we plan to do a sort of power ranking, not a literal power ranking of the mutants, but more of like a vibes power ranking. Who do we like? Who's on top? Who's Who's on bottom of the core nine X-Men? How how are our guys doing? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Nine of them. Um, and we'll also go through, we'll do a quick recap of season three uh, before we do that. And then to, to wrap it up, as we're always, gonna, we're going to do a draft. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Season one, we did our draft of, you know, our X-Men. Season two, we did a draft of villains. Mm-hmm. When did I do Anna Lee? That was your villain. Oh. She's not a hero, Henry. <laughs> She's not an X-Men. Not, I can yeah. tell you that much. I had to think about that one. <laughs> He's not Annalee. I can imagine Annalee with her, her little... I oh, think about her all the time. If, if we have any artists out She's there... She's in this season. If you could do concept art as Annalee as an X-Men, like what her costume would be, that would be... Not. I'm Annalee on season four. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> You're picking her for your character? She's in yeah. season three. She gets shot Briefly, by the Ravagers. Yeah, yeah. She is in a shot of reverse, season three, reverse. the very, very mm-hmm. beginning. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, that was in the first episode out of the past. She gets netted. Um, yeah. Speaking first of, first episode. First episode. A two-parter, Out of the Past, it where we see Yuriko, Deathstrike. Yuriko, Heather. From Logan's Past. Straight she's up. back, this time with robot friends, the Reavers, and they're trying to find an alien spaceship to get some technology to upgrade their armor. And this was a very weird start to season three, uh, but it introduces I'd, the aliens. I'd say it's an all-timer combo, though. I. Looking back on it, I really love it. Was it was a very yeah, Wolverine yeah. and Gambit heavy episode. Major points there. All I think of when I think of those episodes is Gambit throwing his staff into the train tracks. I'm glad you said that. Electricity. And just like, Let's keep that energy going. <laughs> oh, won't, okay. We won't. We I won't. see where you're going with this. Um, yeah, no, yeah, I love that episode. I love that. That was a great way to open the season. Great way to introduce the space concept without just like all of a sudden just having aliens everywhere, like them just going to space for an arbitrary reason, which is what they do in the next one mm-hmm. when they... Oh, wait, also, and who's in, who's in that episode? One of the best characters in all of X-Men the Animated Series. Oh, Dr. Bolson. Sydney. Uh- <laughs> Gambit playing basketball. That, that is Sydney true. Sydney the waiter and Gambit playing basketball. <laughs> what was our second episode? Uh, well, so those were our first two, was the Out of the Past, and then and then it was followed by the Phoenix Saga, the first one, the good Phoenix Saga, where Jean sacrifices herself on a space mission to... Or the bad one, determ- to, if you no, want to compare the two. <laughs> Whoa! I That's mean, yeah, I it is the lesser of the... Between Phoenix and Dark Phoenix, I'd say it's definitely the lesser of the two. Yeah. Still great, though. Yeah. All-timer. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Five parts, feature length, if you wrap them all up together. Which and is- the introduction of all of our real big space boys. Oh, yeah, we got Eric the Red. We got uh, oh Eric the Red. We got Juggernaut again. Banshee. Black Tom. Black Tom. Tom. Juggernaut. We got Gladiator. We got the Star Jammers. My draft list. We got Deken, the evil emperor himself, trying to get that Imkron crystal and take it for himself. But not if Phoenix has anything to say about it, because Phoenix, fusing with Jean while she saved the X Men, was able to become an all powerful entity, guarding the Imkron crystal from the evil clutches of Deken, saving our universe from getting sucked into the vortex of the crystal. Wow. Sacrificing herself by taking herself and the crystal deep into the heart of our sun. And then she just kind of leaves. But we don't get to that until several episodes later. My sacrifice. Because in the meantime, back on Earth, while Jean's dead, Scott, in mourning, goes back home in the next episode. No Mutant is an Island. We had guest Charlie for that one, digging into Cyclops' past. 
<laughs> our first season five episode that ended up that was actually supposed to be for season three. Um, and as we all know, all the season five episodes are pretty terrible animation. So, yeah, that was a fun one to we get. We don't through. like to talk about those episodes, no. but we met the purple man and all of his child soldiers. Taki, <laughs> boom, 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 rusty. Uh, following that was, I think, if we if you were inclined to draft any of those kids. You could You'd draft be a them. Sick fuck. No, you could draft them as a trio. <laughs> no, that's too powerful. As a group, too powerful. I, that's my vote. You can't draft all of the purple man's. I kids. think you can. Th- that's veto that. I'm vetoing that. Okay. That's too powerful. Are you kidding me? You have Boom Boom, Taki, and Skids. They could take You're out right. the entirety of X Factor. They could kill the Phoenix. <laughs> <laughs> Taki just powering up his wheelchair and flying at fifty miles, uh, Honestly, 30 miles an hour into yeah, Phoenix. Very about 30, yeah, maybe max. Uh, Wait, who did he run into with his chair and, and send him, like, flying against the wall? Cyclops. Cyclops. Yeah, let's, let's remember that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> Cyclops got fucking owned. Well, speaking of other way too powerful characters, in the next episode, uh, Beast fell in love with Lumpy. the AI of Apocalypse's ship. Woo-hoo! The AI that controls everything on Apocalypse's love this. ship. They worked, beautiful love they worked story. together with Gambit and Wolverine and Rogue, uh, and despite Archangel kind of fucking up their plan every step of the way, they were able to get Apocalypse off Earth for now. The start of my uh, feeling that Beast is actually really cool. Backpack Beast. Beast. Backpack Beast. Backpack Beast. Backpack Beast. <laughs> oh, backpack Beast, it was the best, is the best. Mm-hmm. And they, they've kept him in that backpack much yeah. uh, more. At and the glasses. Floor. Yeah. Which I feel gone. like are part of them. Somehow. I think we're in sync on Beast being high on our power ranking. Uh, oh yeah, Beast is no spoilers, Beast. but he is. Mm-hmm. I mean, compared high. to where you guys were with Beast in season one, where you it's just nuts. hated him and all of his quotes, to now like arguably being one of the most powerful, that's, that's most why, useful members on the team. That's why he's high up on my list because of the history. Also, and he's super likable. I like him now. Yeah, well, he's he's laid off the quotes a lot. Yeah, um, yeah and it's, well, yeah. <laughs> but we've also gotten a lot more episodes like in season two. Uh, when he, uh, you know, we got a little bit of that love story with him and, uh, what's her face? Carly. Uh, Carly. I kept wanting to say Candy for some reason. Dr. Bolson. Um, Dr. Bolson. But anyway, following that episode, we got Longshot, another season five stinker with Mo- <laughs> the return of Mojo and Longshot to our Earth. Um, we don't really need to say anything about that, right? Uh, it rocked. Mm. <laughs> don't know about that, but... <laughs> They sent Mojo and Longshot back. What if to I the told Mojo you I was verse. drafting my entire team from the episode Longshot? <laughs> That'd be pretty cool, say, honestly. Well, we should establish a rule real quick. You can't draft anyone that's been previously drafted, so that means no Mojo for you. I'm sorry, John. Shit. All right. Um, although there didn't. are plenty of other episodes. You got Ramhead. You uh, also didn't draft his <laughs> his Butler. You didn't draft his Butler. Oh, oh yeah. Um, um. Major Domo. Major Domo. Love Major Domo. You also dude. have the owl guy that you loved so much from this season. Oh, Iraqi. Iraqi. Who was that? He was a lieutenant, like a Shi'ar lieutenant uh, slash. I can't remember guy. the context of his character at all. He's kind of an advisor to Lalandra. Okay. Yeah. Keep that By the way, mind. at this point Keep in the season, in Storm has not appeared in like most of the episodes, yeah. and we kept we kept wondering where she is, and they keep saying she's like off in Africa somewhere or something. It's really. Kind of annoying at this point. Yeah, that's been a big frustrating point for me this season. Mm-hmm. Is like it's her weird. just kind of arbitrarily being gone. Um, another episode she was gone in was the next one, Cold Comfort, uh, where we got introduced to X Factor. Amazing. We love X Factor. Really good. Uh, Polaris, Havoc, Wolfsbane, and, I- and Iceman. Guy, Iceman. Iceman. Oh, yeah, Iceman, of course. I mean, yeah. he's the reason that episode even exists. Exactly. That was a great app. 
Definitely one of the best of the season. Agreed. Uh, great fight between X-Men and X-Factor. Uh, and Scott got to meet his long-lost brother, but again, classic X-Men form, they did not know. They could not hurt each they other. They were bros, and they couldn't hurt each other. No. And then we follow that up with maybe the greatest two-parter stop, in the history stop, of the show. Stop, stop, I'm talking stop, Savage Land no. Strangeheart featuring no. Sauron, Garrock, and Zaladane. You know it. You know it, folks. And we what know. is Garrock? He is... Garrock is life. Oh, that's right. Oh, yes. Liz love also, yeah. He's love and life, and uh, we love him. And uh, that's the episode where, in case you don't remember, Garrock and Sauron grew to skyscraper, kaiju-sized monsters and fought each other inside volcanoes. And if you don't think that's cool, you've come to the wrong podcast. Man, if we had a merch store, we would sell Garrocks, and it would say live, laugh, love on it. Oh, my God. That's a great idea. When we That's finally cool. get that store up and running, I'm just going to have an apartment full of rocks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Guys, I can't move these. <laughs> and then following that, we got Dark Phoenix. Yeah. <laughs> and they did help her. They helped her overcome the uh, forces of the Dark Phoenix as the Phoenix. Uh, so, yeah, anyway, long story short, Jean came back from Earth. Um, surprise, she's back, but now she's dark because the inner circle with Jason Wingard is trying to mind manipulate her into thinking she's a woman of the past and that she wants to work for the inner circle so that they can harness her power and use her power for their own ends, the mutant 1%, right? X-Men go, not on our watch, lady. They save her from the inner circle. But not before Jean goes psycho mode because she, uh, Ah. unfortunately, is succumbing to the dark urges of the Phoenix and the Phoenix force is taking over her body. Gotta explore those sensations. And one of those sensations is destroying galaxies and uh, stars. Yes, I hunger. So... So but she, they didn't have people living there. That's true. She she destroyed a vacant solar system, mm-hmm. but a solar system nonetheless. And the Shi'ar were like, hey, we got to stop you before you potentially take out a solar system that actually has life in it. So uh, Xavier, with his quick mind and his genius intellect, goes, hey, we'll fight you in an ancient uh, Shi'ar. Using an ancient Shi'ar law, we'll, we'll fight uh, the, the Imperial Guard to the death to, to fight over the fate of the Phoenix. So the X-Men all band together with the Phoenix to fight the Imperial Guard on the blue area of the moon where you can breathe oxygen. Daddy's home! <laughs> and they save her. Uh, they, they Well, not really. Uh, actually, they all kind of die, but then Phoenix uh, gets hit by a giant Omega Beam that should destroy her, but then in doing so, in, in seeing how Jean sacrifices her life for her friends, the Phoenix basically says, like, hey, uh, I know Phoenix is dead from the... Or I know that Jean Grey is dead from this, but if you guys band together and each give a part of your soul up you can restore her soul. And they do that. Looks like some spooky Mardi Gras. Certainly some voodoo going on, Gambit. Yeah. All Um, their souls are... I forgot about that. So now Jean is alive thanks to the X-Men sacrificing parts of their souls to the Phoenix. We've sacrificed parts of our soul to the Phoenix, too. Yeah, definitely. And if you thought the space stuff was over for the season, it wasn't. Because on the next episode, not only did we get more Star Jammers, we got... More backstory with Cyclops as he finally finds out that Corsair is his father Whoa. as they are sh- saving a uh, Shi'ar like, refugee or mm-hmm. fugitive who is on the run because they got Corsair? wind of some like insider trading with the government or something. I kind of forget exactly what that is, but Corsair is like, hey, yeah, you're my son. And uh, by the way, you had a brother, but like we're not going to think about that. So we never find out that Alex Summers and Scott Summers are brothers. I know. And then a we, bit of a bummer. Then we wrap things off with the weirdest episode of the season. Uh... Love in Vain, uh, Invasion well, of the Body yeah. Snatchers, brood aliens who look like Zergs from StarCraft or uh, awesome. aliens from Aliens. Uh, they come to Earth and they start taking over the bodies of people and try to take Rogue for themselves and the X-Men fight them and they're flying in a giant space whale. And Cody, awesome. Cody. Cody gets Cody turned awesome. into a bug man awesome. and unfortunately 
goes off to live with the aliens for the rest of his life. Been kissed, girl? But the uh, X-Men stop a full-scale invasion of Earth, and yeah, that's the end of season three. We did it. That was Beautiful, tough. Dude. I kind of blacked out excellent. for a second there. Conte. I think people can just like not listen to the rest of the season. Just listen to that. Yeah, just listen to this recap. Shall we go directly into the power rankings? I kind of think yes. Cody, Cody yes. and Rogue are an interesting place to start, given the fact that Rogue usually is at the tippy top of our power rankings. Mm. We think Rogue is the bee's fucking knees. She we love is. Rogue here. Yes. But okay. she had a bit of a rough season, did she not? She did. Was she missing a bit in the beginning? She, she was also missing a bit. Yeah. I think it was mostly because, like, if you threw her in some of those episodes, the X-Men would just be too powerful, you know? Yeah, similarly with Storm. And, and also when she does show up, space, like, what, like, I don't know. when she does show up, she uh, is thirsting over Warren Burlington. She's a little... That's she's, true. She's put in weird situations well, she's, this She season. listens to a lot of men in her life in mm-hmm. this season. Like, she was kind of a, a very strong, independent woman those first two, and then this season, it was like, anytime a guy showed up and was like, we're doing this, Rogue, she's like, okay, like, whether it was Warren fighting Apocalypse, or Angel uh, fighting Apocalypse, or Cody coming back and being like, you love me, right? She's like, uh, yeah, I but guess. It, but I will say in both situations, it's her being trying to be a very understanding person mm-hmm. and, like, be sensitive to these two people who are obviously, like, kind of fucking lost it so there's that so we're talking about the last place ranking though oh last rogue. place is oh, not oh sorry rogue. no no oh sorry i thought that's what you were transitioning no, to. no 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 way oh okay, I just meant okay she's usually at the tippy top got it so. got it got it i thought you were about to go and now at the bottom i, I think mean, she look, slipped she's a little bit fallen yeah. a lot this season in terms of her relevance to the team in terms of the effectiveness of her storylines I, I don't but by the end she's so sick She's fighting what, She catches a few more people. She li- rips a couple more trees out. <laughs> Getting kind of stale, Rogue. She did rip some trees out. She did f- that fight with Gladiator though in Phoenix so- in Dark Phoenix Saga was pretty amazing. I have her as my top spot. Like the, <gasps> the whoa! But you guys are okay. Convinced. Let's talk about no, real but, last. But place you're then. convincing me that that's probably not a good choice. But, but yeah, we'll we'll what we're, guys. What we're gonna do is we're gonna start at the bottom, work our way up. We're gonna have a definitive power ranking of our X Men. And if all three of us cannot agree, then if two agree and one doesn't, that one person gets overridden. Just how it goes. Two X-Boys against one. Just like Icy Boy Drake started at the bottom. (laughs) And now... Hey, hey, my name is Drake. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. If you didn't tune into our Guys, I'm still (laughs) missing a lot of clips because of Stream Deck fucking my system up. This isn't... I'm shouting out Stream Deck specifically. Fuck you, Stream Deck. Yeah, they screwed up a lot of our files. So if you haven't heard of some of our older drops in a while, that's why. Yes. We're we're working with engineers to get them restored. Stream Deck, you are a... Whoa! Sorry, confused with Steam Deck. Xavier, why Steam Deck we like. We love Steam Deck. I love my Steam Deck. Great little device. I don't have one, but I have a Razer laptop, and that's where I play Diablo. So, (laughs) so can we all just agree Jubilee Ninth, right? Ooh, no, no. Uh, That's my pitch. But what do you got? What do you think? Wait, wait. Give me your evidence on Jubilee. Because all she does is she's She's annoying. This first off, she's only in like three episodes this season, maybe four. I can't believe you say that about Jubilee of the Jungle. Jubilee of the Jungle is a reason why she's at the bottom because Jubilee is the most annoying part of the Savage Land episode. Oh, oh no, no. And if she I don't was know not, if we can say that. If she was not in the Savage Land episode, I think that episode would have been a lot better. Oh, Jesus. John. And much better received what? by both of you. 
you, you hear that, he's saying. Oh wait, she's not the reason that episode Savage sucks. Land. <laughs> she's a big Jubilee. reason. She's a big reason it stinks. I'm just saying. Yeah, she's yeah. Also, a great yeah, time. Right, the only right, other right. thing she's done is thirst after guys. That's all I know, she does. The long this shot season. stuff. What bad. else did you do First, as a? She's teen. obsessed with uh, Iceman. I did that as a teen. I mean, girls, but same thing. She's she's obsessed with Iceman and she's obsessed with Longshot. One could say she she's the kiss. only one rebelling against Professor X, who I have as, as last. the worst. I have X as last. <sighs> but He's let's think about it this bitch. way. Let's think about it this way, though. But X does make some really great decisions this X season. X come give it to you. <laughs> I, I wait, look, wait, I, wait, wait. Name. Three great decisions, <laughs> Professor. X I was really when I could just slide by. No, on that I, one. okay. If Andrew's no, but, defending but, Xavier, yes, no, I did. can tell you that. Think about the Iceman episode. He grows. He there's grows some, a lot there's in some that Iceman Growing, episode. but then you never see him like make one. Like I feel like he rarely makes a good decision at mm-hmm. first. Let's let's just walk through a little real quick. He's always corrected and has some kind of growth. But he then, does. Like, never he does actually... during the Dark Phoenix saga. Okay. He does trap the Phoenix in Jean's mind long enough so that the X-Men can work out a diplomatic solution with the Shi'ar. That's all he en- does. Which ends up being a ancient law that is trial by combat. But, which no one wanted to do. But Xavier and knew about it. He put all their lives on the line. And Lalandra was the one who was like, we need to, well, okay, Because they were just going to execute her. They were just going to execute her. And he's like, no, no, no. I, I've got a law that I knew because I scanned your mind, Lalandra. And put Jean in the trial by combat. You had to, Awakening though. the... You did, he didn't see that rules shit Rules is rules. Look, in the very first episode, <sighs> Professor X feels the power of that green goo alien, and he's like, incredible power. He is obsessed with it. That is him this entire season. All he cares about is incredible power. He's fascinated by it, and he wants it for himself. He doesn't give a shit about yeah. the X-Men. Okay, so essentially what we need to decide is if, like, what the bottom two spots are in what order, because it's obviously Xavier and Jubilee. I'm fine with putting Jubilee last if that... Uh, like I, I honestly actually don't. Care I would say too name much. something that Jubilee has done this season that is of any significance to the team in a good it's or less, bad way. It's less about that. It's about Xavier doing so much stuff detrimental. I think, but I don't. Well, I don't know about detrimental. I think he's poison to the team. I think he's he the, he's the true he's villain toxic. of the show. He's, he's toxic, and I have to put him last for that reason. Jubilee's innocent. She's a teenager. Fine, fine. fine. I'll, I'll fine. Yes, Professor X knows That's what he's awesome. doing. I don't agree with it, but I'll let myself be overridden. See you in last place, you old fuck. All right, so we got Xavier 9, Jubilee 8, right? I think that's fair. Taki. Uh, Can I tell yeah. you who I think 7 is? It's going to upset you guys. Yeah, it's Gambit. No, no, no. Yeah, absolutely Gambit. It's Storm. Don't She's know about had that. a rough like that to me. season, you're, man. you're gonna try to do this, John, and I'm I, I'm just telling you right now. You can't say shit like that to me. It's not gonna work. Sorry, you, sorry. Do you remember when she had a ponytail? Sorry about that. Did you? Sorry, you think you made? You know you who forgot. else had a ponytail this season? Gambit. You always wow. No, dude, revealed it for the first time in the basketball. Yeah, that was pretty cool. It's the battle of the ponytails Dude, for the seven. You don't. <laughs> you're bringing up Gambit way too early. You're blowing your load. No, no, we are not. Oh, 100. No, no, no. Okay, wait, wait. Let's talk about Storm. You know first. why? I just called John Gambit. <laughs> you know why you're bringing wow. it up way too early? Because two episodes of the entire third season, you fuckers voted Gambit as mutant of the week. We have it recorded. You both chose. That's fake news. Two out of all the episodes. Sydney, Human of the Week, like every episode. doesn't mean that he's like. (laughs) There's been no other mutant you've chosen twice but Gambit, and it was in the same season. What were those episodes? No, I gave. I I want Beast to be Mutant of the Week. If you're talking about Obsession, that's got to be Beast. Oh, yeah, that was just Henry for that one. You picked Beast. Of course. 
But what I'm saying, okay, let's talk about Storm first. It's because he had one cool one-liner, which I love, but we're talking about him as a character. In Obsession, he Yikes. flew his ship into Apocalypse and did a backflip. The name's Gambit. He did one it. cool thing. The name's Gambit. Remember it. I know. It's a cool it's, thing. It's a very cool moment. And then Apocalypse stood up right after. <laughs> <laughs> he did. And then Beast worked with his computer to actually defeat Apocalypse. I'm just presenting evidence here. Okay. Gambit played basketball. He had a ponytail. Right. Well, he have, wore who a would scarf. You, you're putting Storm at seven. Who, you want to oh, put Storm, Storm at seven. And what I'm saying is, who was the only X-Men on Earth during the Phoenix Saga when everything was getting destroyed? It was it was Storm. Jubilee. She was stopping the hurricanes. All I remember when the Storm doing universe is removing was getting the tarp sucked into in that, in that one situation. She blows the tarp she off. She stops the tidal wave from destroying a bridge in New York. Uh, George Washington Bridge, probably. Oh, <laughs> remember that character? Yes. George Washington Bridge. <laughs> <laughs> I love that guy. From uh, the time ep- mm-hmm. episode in season two. He's great. Um anyway, and also Savage Land, Storm. She was freezing up a storm. Henry, name one there. thing Storm did in the Savage Land. I don't remember the episode because I blacked it out. <laughs> That's a trick question, John. Yeah, you know he doesn't know that episode well, but I, I can tell that you episode. that she created a huge blizzard, froze up Gay Oh, my God. She literally saved the day. Yes. This is the same episode where you're complaining about Storm the entire time because no. she suddenly has an issue that she uh, can't control her yeah, powers. We yeah. hated that. That was really bad. But that's but it's because she has such a lid on it at all times. I don't blame her for it's that. It's subtextual though. with the audience. You know that she's got a lid on it, but she's like in that episode it was revealed that deep down she has to keep a lid on it because if she doesn't, this is what happens. That's not like a character motivation that like I could blame <laughs> Storm for. That's the writers no. being weird. All right, I'm going to I'm going to get desperate here. <sighs> Storm wasn't even my ace in the hole. I'm okay. Not, if we want it to be real, it's Cyclops. At so, seven? So I have him after Gambit. So technically I had Gambit yeah. here, then I had Cyclops. I'm going I'm, but I'm going Gambit for number seven. Mostly I cannot, because I cannot have Cyclops that way. You can well. look your own ex-boy past self in the face who gave I will. Gambit Mutant of the Week. <laughs> I don't care about Mutant said, of the Week. And said, this is some of Gambit's best work in the series. Yeah, in Quote, one episode. That doesn't make up for a whole season of being yeah, a piece of shit to no. Rogue. He, no, I hate all that, too. I agree. And also <laughs> just being a self that rogue, jerk. The Rogue stuff sucks. He's like, at the club with Cyclops while the Phoenix that. Saga's going yeah. down. He's just like, yo, Cyclops, stop thinking about Gene. Look at that Dazzler. Dazzler. No? One could yeah. argue that Rogue's had a rough God. season because Gambit's been such a piece of shit. Uh, yes. <laughs> Woo! He has not helped her. <laughs> Okay, Twice? can we? Loosen up. <laughs> How about that gas one, huh? Didn't I tell you she was something? Forget about your alien wife. And to make another point for Storm, just uh, in the uh, uh, Orphan's End episode, who's the one X-Men that Cyclops is working with to fight off another alien situation on Earth? It's Storm. Ponytail. I love I'm Storm. Sorry, Storm. I love Storm. I got to go Gambit number seven. That's what I'm, I'm sorry. Out. I think it's got to be Gambit. Wait, we didn't talk about Cyclops at all, though. Cyclops. If, if we added up the list of like L's Cyclops took this but, season, it's it's rough. But the thing is, Cyclops has been through it's tough so much. I feel of, bad for he's him. He's gone through because the ringer. Of both this sagas, yeah. Phoenix sagas, like he's oh an important God. part. And, for and me, the thing that and I liked him more. Yeah. And you have Same. his own Cyclops episode with the orphanage. Yep, mm-hmm. he had the orphanage and his daddy issues. He doesn't make a and lot of bad decisions. And also that during the, the Corsair saga. stuff is really good. Yeah, he talks back to Professor X sometimes. Yeah, yes. that's the thing. He's finally standing up yeah. for himself okay. consistently okay. against X. That's I, why he moved up for me. Like I kind of thought middle of the pack. We but don't now, have Gambit last. No, and I think Gambit you know? needs to get a kick in the balls for the way he treated Rogue this season. Yeah, yeah. That's and a, he's done some other dumb shit like the Emma Frost stuff. He immediately was like, "She's hot. Let me fuck up." Yeah. Right. 
No, uh, exactly. I think we have to have. He also he here. just he can't stop also commenting on like women's weight and shit like that too. Like I he's know, making I those know. jokes like, "Oh, you eat too much fried chicken or whatever." It's You're like, fat. <laughs> One last thing: we talk all the time about Rogue catching X Men, right? It's a theme of the show. Caught you again. You know who catches Rogue that one time? Kay. It's Gambit this <laughs> season. She catches Rogue out of the air, and she says, thank you for catching me. And yeah. that means something. It does. It I'm going to read hey, into that, because hey, that's all I got. Thank you for it catching does. me. You're right. She that's doesn't say that. That's what two business partners say to each other. <laughs> thank you. I don't think she says that. Uh, Relax. All right. Gambit's, Gambit's seven. Okay. I'm feeling Fine. good about that. So far, this is, my, this is my ranking so far. Oh, okay. I see what you're doing. Too bad here. you're number one stupid. Yeah. I, well, I think that's going to change. Next... I had Cyclops. Now this wow. I don't, but I don't feel strongly about this. See, I'll tell you right now. Next, I had Storm. Okay, I I understand that. After John's argument for Storm, I kind of understand that. Yeah, I I Storm. The fact that the lack of episodes she was in, mm-hmm. it just makes it hard. Like she's very valuable in what she's done. It's but all about lack of. Yeah, yeah. It, she just was not utilized well. This for season. as many yeah. things we like, Cyclops. He, there's a lot we hated that Cyclops did this season, man. Like he. It is. It, I know. He, this is tough. But he's a complicated character, but he's also a character who is showing, like, growth and change, whereas a lot of the other characters have kind of just been stagnant. I also finally he did believe... He didn't, because by the time he got to Dark Phoenix, he's suddenly like, why can't Professor X fix her? I don't like the way she is anymore. But, let yeah, me... He, let I mean, me, he is still stupid. The saving grace for me was in Dark Phoenix in the final moments yes, together when 100%. Jean Grey thinks she's about to die. She says, Scott, I have read your mind, yeah. and your thoughts are beautiful, oh, and great. I we love can't you. Deny, we can't deny, like, now we, I actually have proof that he can cares about her mm-hmm. i didn't have that before. she feels it in her like she can sense it in his mind that he his intentions are pure even I though feel he your sounds body. like a jerk he sounds like an asshole i feel your yeah. body heat yes to quote dazzler <laughs> so wait so that's why i don't put cyclops in the bottom half he's more in the middle top half for me um but yeah so in the this sixth is spot, between I would put storm. storm storm and cyclops, cyclops i feel like but i I'm feel like rogue is i want to bring rogue in thank you andrew the three of them are kind of right in the middle right here yeah i'm putting no Rogue's had a bad season. Yeah. <sighs> no, I can't. We can't. We can't. I would put. We can't. I would put Rogue above Storm. I think. Fine. Because Storm has to be here. Thinking think, of all of Rogue's next. moments and mm-hmm. the fact that Rogue is also, you know, the last episode of the season, Love in Vain, was centered around her past exactly. trauma. I will say it is annoying watching her just kind of, you know, not fall for men, but just like she kind of yeah. goes along with guys yes. when they come into her life and they tell her things and she it's seems tough. a little too impressionable. But that is part of her character, which is she is longing for connection. Yeah, and she's very insecure. And acceptance and, and not to be like, oh, she needs a man, but, but she, it's like, she wants love. I understand wants... these moments where she's a little bit confused. Well, can she I wants hit, companionship. Uh, can I hit you with a quote from Henry uh, during the episode Obsession? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She sure. said, um, <clears throat> Rogue is really annoying. <laughs> very, very annoying going after Warren Worthington. <laughs> Did I actually say that? Mm-hmm. I mean, that I is... I mean, it's tough. That yeah. is the annoying thing. The, the, the annoying thing she does twice this season, right? With Cody and, and Warren. But she makes up for it by punching the Hold shit on. out of actually, Gladiator. No, wait, 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 wait. You took that out of context. <laughs> can, you, oh. can I give you a quote no. from Andrew during no, no, the same wait, episode? But let me explain this. You took that out of context. Going after was mm. a physical thing. This is when Warren flies through the roof and Rogue follows him. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying going after her like she's interested in him. She flew at, He flew out of the thing. I he see. says, I'm going to go after whatever Apocalypse or whatever. And Rogue's like, uh, okay, and then just goes. That's stupid. I'm just an AI computer pulling quotes. <laughs> <laughs> Andrew had another quote from this episode. Oh, no. What have you done? This Andrew said, you can make an argument that this is a great episode for everyone but Rogue. Oh. Uh. <laughs> 
Yeah. It is. Well, that's I what think, he was saying. Yeah, it is. Yeah, her it's lower, not that big of a. <laughs> <laughs> it is her lowest point, I'd say, in terms of just like her impressionable nature. Wow, but this is crazy. Then in the Dark Phoenix shotgun, she she punches the shit out of Gladiator, and I'm like, Rogue's back, you know? Mm-hmm. Like that's kind of my okay. Thing. Wait, let's focus. I just want to say right now, Cyclops is ra- is now being pushed higher and higher. I know and that's what I'm worried about. So let's. I'm not worried about so it. So let's go over something. We have Xavier last, then right? Jubilee, then, then Gambit. Jubilee, then Gambit, and then what? I'm putting Storm, Storm here. Storm, I think. Okay. Then in terms Storm. of like she, just yeah. Just rele- her relevance is kind of at an all-time low. How much low. are we going to let our guilt for Cyclops make him rise in the list? I know. This is tough. I think Cyclops is next before Rogue. Y- I, I do don't think I so. Do. Oh, this is really hard. I think it's Rogue, then Cyclops. Rogue has been through a lot of trauma, too. But Cyclops... Um, Cyclops is dealing with his multiple father figures in his life, rebelling against one, discovering he has another, discovering this trauma from his past. No, You know, like... Working he, through that t- traumatic orphan I think he childhood, it pretty well. Rogue asked for time off and didn't get it. I think Rogue <laughs> deserves it. It's a, that's interesting. What do you? She asked. Uh, Cyclops left. He just said, "I'm, I'm not asking." I'm he leaving. doesn't ask for time off. He just bailed. Yeah. Yes. You Rogue, Rogue could have bailed. <laughs> yeah. You're saying that's the better move. She could, yeah, I think it's the cooler move. <laughs> but it's like I think. Cy- think of how much Cyclops has been through compared to Rogue. She's yeah. She went through a little yes. bit this season with Cody at the very end. Cody. But by and large, she's mostly just catching people out of the sky and punching big, strong guys, you know? That's, isn't that what we love her That's for, That's fucking though? sick, dude. Her gladiator fight gives her 11 points. But Cyclops is blasting dudes and also, like, working through childhood trauma. And I, okay. also working through the fact that his girlfriend sacrifices herself not once I'm but with, twice. I'm with Andrew. and Comes Hitch. back evil. He has to kill her. And, and then he, sacrifice part of his soul to keep her it's alive a big again. Big Cyclops season. He, and not he, wrong. And he and he handles these situations considerably well compared to how he normally acts. Yes, he's not a complete piece of shit throughout this. You guys season. are just totally fine kicking all the women characters to the back of the list, huh? I have Rogue. <laughs> it's not I, about that. I have Rogue as number <laughs> you, one. You better believe who just I am because I think she's cool. <laughs> well, I, I mean, hey, my number one's a woman. Uh, Same. Not me. Well, technically it is Rogue, but my runner-up is not a woman. I will say, look, I, here's what I think. I think it's Cyclops, Rogue, Storm is like four, five, six. They're all kind of right there mm-hmm. together. But I just think Cyclops, because of the character growth, ekes out Storm. Or, or sorry, Rogue. Where's Morph? <laughs> Every season, we got to ask it. Where's Morph? Rehab. I think he comes back next season. Yeah, probably. Oh, good. Wait, sorry. Okay, so we're going to do Storm and then... And then Rogue. Rogue. And okay. then Cyclops? Well... I don't think Cyclops is higher than anyone else. Yeah, you're no, right. you're right. You're right. You're right. Okay. Okay. okay I would okay. argue. I think we're all in agreement. Who's next? Now we're now getting into great tough. territory. No, it's not. What Wolverine? Wolverine sucks. I think it's Wolverine. Yeah, I think Wolverine's. Three. He had a couple cool moments, but a lot of whips. He sucks, and he's number three. Beca- For, Wolverine's like a god, <laughs> the coolest like, character. Okay. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> I mean, he's default number one most yeah, seasons. Yeah. You know because. I mean, he's had a lot of past episodes. I mean, look, this episode starts with someone, another person from his past coming back, him fighting the Reavers. Motherfucker eats a turkey leg. I love eats that. a turkey leg, I fights have, his way through the Hellfire No, no, no I had him at number three. This okay, is where okay. I had him. So I guess we should then talk about who else is up here. Because the only two people are left are Beast and Gene. The mortal And Jean. I think Beast beats Wolverine in are this season. Are we being season. too nice to Beast? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah. <laughs> You're about to put Gene right here. I'm going to lose yes. my mind. That's Beast stupid. is number one. Beast Whoa. number one. Okay. Beast number one. About it. Wait, well, let's stick. He's to... consistently amazing. Well, let's stick with. <laughs> let's look at That's three. It. Let's look at three. 
for me, the, Wolverine. Wolverine's the obvious three. If we can all agree on that, then we can just go to one and two now. We're done. Wolverine three. Okay. He's great. He's great, but he does some dumb shit. I mean, is there anything specific we should mention? Well, we kind of touched on He had on one particularly stinker episode where he just kept having bad jokes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, he, he yeah. really was at a low point in terms of jokes, but we've co- we've covered that. And I then he lost joke. he lost officially with Gene. Like, he is down Officially, yes. We can put that in the books. Again, that, that Gene bumps is not, him. Yeah. That bumps she, him from one to two. She might lust after him sometimes in the future. We'll see. But, eh. no, we're done. Never checked on Morph once. And you know what? I feel good about the Wolverine and Gene thing. I am. I'm not like. Yeah. It's not open. I'm glad it's over. I'm just like. I believe Gene and Cyclops now. That is huge. Because I, think I Wol- thought they sucked together. Yeah. I get it now. I think I still Wolverine. Do, Wolverine's but. probably happy that a little bit of his soul is inside Gene. Wolverine can now just go like fucking. Oh, that was beautiful, Andrew. Yeah. Yeah, he was meditating wow. about it in the final episode. That's oh, that's why he was in the desert. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, and remember, he saved. The world from an alien invasion in that because of his mutant power because of his mutant power yep. he was able to fight through the brood change whatever it's <laughs> pr- easy to procedure that, that episode <laughs> it really is now we got to talk about one and two uh, I, I listen i'll put gene first if you want i don't think that she displayed this are we adding tough. iceman to the list because he's one of them <laughs> no dude i mean it's only you, the core nine i love iceman i, I um i don't know Gene was obviously an important part of the season, but I, I don't necessarily think that. Think about where Gene started. Is. Gene died uh, like three times and came back. She's almighty Omega. She level. stops. She stopped the universe from Phoenix is Omega imploding level. on itself. Gene is the the fucking no, the ultimate. Vessel. She is the ultimate. I haven't seen Gene do that much. <gasps> you you never see Gene, dude. Remember how much we were talking about how she is the like crucial link between all the X Men? She is like the empathetic piece, like the heartbeat at the center of like the entire team that like no. holds everything <laughs> that holds everything together. And like without her, like the team is kind of falling apart. I you, don't believe that. You don't like her saying daddy so much. I don't believe what he just said. Why? I don't think she's like the linchpin of the X Men. Did you see her twirl in Professor X's video when you watched that video of all of the X Men? No, I think of her long face. Oh my God. You're just haunted by that and her, her sl- saying daddy's her, home. Her sloth Goonies face in that one <laughs> frame. Or her flattened on that planet. You remember Andrew? Daddy's home. In the first one, yeah. <laughs> just flat on the ground. <laughs> Dude, she, she grew to kaiju home. size and beat the Ken inside the M. Kron crystal. She saved the entire universe from imploding on itself. Like, Flew into the sun. Daddy? Flew into the sun. Like, she sacrificed, first she sacrifices herself for the team. It's hard to say she's not the best of them when she has all, all of right. them inside of her. All right. Has anyone else on the team literally volunteered to kill themselves so that everyone else could stay alive? No. She's I, the only one who has done that yeah. twice. Nothing that you're saying right now is Three wrong. times, actually. Three times. Everything you're saying is right, but what you have to consider is Beast didn't piss me off. <laughs> and Beast always That's, pisses me off. You're wrong, though. Because he started off the season still being Beast. No. How? He was like at he, a museum, like, being, like... Oh, that was weird. He was, like, uh, uh, harassing that woman. That's true. Look, you know but I'm number one Beast so can, boy. Look at the painting. Look at the painting. <laughs> like, I'm number one Let Beast fan. You. you know me. You know he's my, my boy. He had my a favorite. backpack. He's my eldest boy. Mm-hmm. He, he fell in love with a tablet. But he's just not quite on the same level as Phoenix. Dr. Bolson? If, if there was a Beast-centric episode this season, honestly, I'd be giving him the number one song. He was plot. the center of... I love when he was, was arguing with Bobby. Dude. He was like... Yes. Irrational, maybe, but he's my friend. Yes, yeah. dude. He's constantly the voice of reason. When he was questioning the Shi'ar justice system, he's like, yes. hey, this trial by yes, combat dude. is like, fucked. Why are we doing pissed. this? Like, that he stuff's great. Pissed. Love he's- that stuff. But, again, 
Listen, I'm fine giving it to Gina. It's her stories, season. It's literally a season it, about her. And that's that's my case for her. But anytime know? it's not about Gene, it's about Beast. That's, I think he yeah. is the main character of Obsession. Yeah, Archangel yes. is a joke. He's a freak. Like we get Dude, his, he falls in he falls in love with the computer and cries about it. I love that. That's I love deep. it. He's like, this is, but he's like, he sees it as more than just an artificial intelligence. He's like, no, this is like real AI. This is like true alien. This isn't some jet, chat GPT shit. This is like a real okay. living thinking thing. Okay. Gene is number one, but Beast is my awesome. And that is all I have to say. <laughs> Woo! Concludes our rankings. All right, let's run through Dude, them again. Good job, Beast. Yeah. Gene, number one. Gene slash Phoenix. We should do Gene slash Fiend, number one. Gene Fiend is number one. Yeah. Beast, number two. Wolverine at three. Cyclops at four. Rogue at five. Storm at six. Gambit is seventh. Jubilee is eighth, and coming in last, Professor Xavier. Xavier, you got some work to do next season. I did Jesus. God's work not having Gambit in last place. This is I feel great about this. <laughs> hey, you're lucky that Xavier and Jubilee are uh, so yeah. shitty because he'd be down there. <laughs> yeah, they really do suck. <laughs> and guys, we'll probably Andrew will probably make some beautiful little infographics. We'll post these on our Instagram. Oh, great work for me. Yeah, I'm, assi- I'm <laughs> I assigging love- it to Andrew. I love doing this stuff. No, it's great. We'll do it. And uh, wow. So I'm 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 happy. That's a great ranking. That makes sense. I it feel, makes sense. Yeah, that's where these teams are. These that's where everyone's at going into season four. I can't wait to see where they're at at the end of season four. Yeah, going into the fifth one. <laughs> which, oh my god! Who knows? Yeah, remember guys, a lot of this season, at least what three episodes were from season five. That's right. True. And they were not good. Honestly, so. <laughs> I'm glad we're doing it this way, and that we don't go through like you know ten or however many season five episodes. There's all not at many. Once. Yeah, yeah, there's not many. Because we chopped out a lot of them by spreading them out through these other seasons. So, um, wow. Yeah. Thanks for the release for updating the. Uh, yeah. What am I saying? Cyclops got cupped. <laughs> yeah. And now, guys. Kinda. <laughs> and now we draft. For this year, we're going to be drafting not X-Men, not villains, but any of the other characters who have appeared in Season 3. That's talking Aliens, we're talking Inner Circle, we're talking X-Factor, we're talking Reavers, we're talking everyone who appeared who was not a main X-Men member or a villain that we had in our previous villain draft. We're talking Talkie, we're talking Boom Boom. (laughs) They are on the table, don't forget. No Phoenix. No Phoenix, yes. Phoenix yeah, is too powerful. Yeah, no Phoenix. And Phoenix counts as Gene, who we had John had previously drafted in his uh, X Men draft. So true, true. We randomly decided the order prior to this. It's going to be Henry, Andrew, <laughs> and then John, <laughs> uh, and then we'll go back up reverse order. We're going to snake this bad boy, <laughs> and we're going to pick four characters each. Fuck, I actually don't want to be first. With the goal of drafting a team <laughs> that is capable I know of defeating the Phoenix. I want that double. I want that last spot. I want a double pick. Oh, I'm gonna have a double. You pick You will later. have one, yeah. mm-hmm. but not for a long, long time. All right, Henry, you are officially on the clock. My number one pick. Don't blow it, dude. My number one pick is probably not what you think it's gonna be. Because I know what you think it's gonna be. You think it's gonna be Stone Tablet. Barbarous. <laughs> it's not barbarous, and I'm not gonna first pick Stone Tablet. I'm you going. Mean the, the sh- Apocalypse is AI. Yeah, I'm going with someone who's a cool, who's cool-headed, kind of, who's smart, who's strong. Mm. I'm actually strong guy. I'm actually taking. You know what? I'm actually calling an audible immediately, and. Andrew, I feel like he's going to get really mad at me. Oh, no. I'm picking a Conti, number one. A Conti? Space Whale. 
my team will ride within Akanti and they will take over the galaxy. Akanti rocks. Akanti does my, rock. And that's my red, final answer. Giant red space. That's whale. my final answer. First pick Akanti. First pick Akanti. I'm keeping in this the theme of space. I'm keep which is not necessary, but I I want to keep the lore so you're alive. You're gonna enslave a space whale. In order to, he wants to. He wants to. Oh, okay. In this universe, he wants to. The brood, because he wanted to help the brood. No, I'm not going to pretend like my picks are not just as gibberishy as this pick. This is a terrible pick. First of all, what? Second, we're going to list on Twitter three names, (laughs) and yours is going to say a Conti for that. And no one's going to know who you. You know what? Actually, it's going to say it's going to say the Conti because the Conti is singular, and there's only one of them. And he is a powerful, powerful being. He is a Conti. And wait till you see the three people that are riding inside of him. <laughs> Libby, li- all three of them living inside of living inside of. How him. are they going to take on Phoenix? How are they going to take? Oh, well, we haven't talked about that. <laughs> we'll He's- get to that later, I guess. Well, no, we should. Do, I guess talk about it now. This okay. is about a team who's taking on Phoenix, the Dark Phoenix. Yes. Well, first we have to, we have to beat each other, and then we also have to beat the Phoenix. Mm. Akanti's gonna fuck you up. He's gonna land. Think about the way Akanti lands on the desert all those times. He can just, I just crashes. Tell you, can all I he just... does is crash and leave. It's sick. <laughs> That's all we've seen That's him all do. He does, dude. He's if he landed on you, think about that. <laughs> So you, but you. I love whales, dude. Well, this leads me, me to me my pick uh, because I love how I thought Andrew was going to take this, and he's like, "You're an idiot." <laughs> <laughs> well, it leads me to my pick because I'm going with. In case you didn't remember, the only way they were able to save the X Men was Xavier using his telepathic abilities to get inside of Conti's head. You love Xavier, and that's why I'm picking Emma Frost, the telepath <gasps> of the Hellfire. Boy. That's a strong pick. She's uh, hot and she's strong. Yeah. And I need that, to find a lock-in sound. Effect. I got a big old crush on her. All right, tell me why you like her so much. I don't think she needs much explanation. I mean, she's the reason Jason Wingard was able to penetrate the Phoenix's mind. She's also able to hold off both Xavier and Cerebro from telepathic attacks, which means she's crazy powerful. Uh, she sensed the Phoenix Force all the way back in Phoenix 1. She could sense it around the globe. Uh, she's an extremely powerful telepath. I'm just going to get inside your guys' brains and turn your brains to mush with her. You're right. And she doesn't, she can't technically take her diamond form yet. That's something she got later in the comics, but it makes her indestructible. Why draft the inner circle when you can have the most powerful member? Exactly. I get it. Emma Frost. Okay, first great pick. pick. A Conti versus Emma Frost? Who would win? We don't know. Emma Frost. Get his, John, she's going to get inside of Conti's da- brain and say, fly into the sun. <laughs> Maybe. With all of your people. You don't know a, the full power of a Conti. This is a different draft than our usual. Emma Frost is a great first pick. Yeah. You I'm don't know gonna... who the rest of my team is. <laughs> you might be shocked. I could have Zabu running around I'm in that tummy. I'm shocked already. Anything is possible. <laughs> you got, Zabu's you only get animals? <laughs> yeah, maybe. Chode. Chode. Z- no, Be- Bezebub. Beelzebub. <laughs> the cat running around. Hepzibub. Hepzibub. Beelzebub. Beelzebub. All right, John, you got a double pick here. Okay. So you, might want, you might read into the, these picks a little bit. You know, I'm going through a little bit something in my life right now. Okay. <laughs> um, You're right. Hollywood is on fire. Oh, yeah. It's mm. burning. Support your writers, Okay. Everyone. Yeah, support your writers. WJ um, Strike, we stand strong with the WGA. I think people underestimate how powerful AI can be. Oh, no. How if yeah, you... Yeah, a good choice. I was really hoping I could get it. Strong. I almost did this. this. I mean, this computer that Beast fell in love with, we yeah. all fell in love with. All three of us. ST herself. Stone Tablet. Stone Tablet. <laughs> 
did things we never ship. could have imagined. <laughs> yeah. We ship, ship, ship and beast. How many times has beast said fascinating? A lot. And how many times have we m- believed him? And this time, god damn it. I mean, every time for me, but. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> right. So you're officially locking in Apocalypse's ship AI? AI is a scary thing. <laughs> you know what else is scary? Love? Fucking grubby producers, man. Yeah. <laughs> gross. For sure. It's the worst. These fucking rich assholes, like the mojos of the world, yeah. right? Okay. Yes. And who yes. do you wish would take over from these assholes? It's the uh, ones that are really pulling the strings behind the scenes. The ones with powers. Oh my God, he's doing it. The Illuminati. No. That drive mojo. That he rules an entire I can, universe. I cannot believe this. But she is the puppet master. Oh, God. I know who you're talking her about. Her name is Spiral. Yeah. Wow. The interdimensional portal opener herself. Who, by oh, the sorry, end of the episode, long shot, shitty episode, punts Mojo off planet huh, okay. and is taken over. Oh, And she yeah. represents, to me, the hope of getting rid of these assholes at wow. the top. The writers yeah. everywhere. Or, yeah. Uh, yeah. Getting back to the heart of great storytelling. And I like to imagine that the Mojoverse is thriving right now under Spiral's command. Yeah. These are my two picks. Wow. That's a good one, man. I'm uh, th- strong. Unexpected Spiral. I was expecting someone a little really bit more unexpected. big, powerful. You were listing Mojoverse you know. people, and I was like, God, you didn't say well, it. Well, it's just interesting <laughs> that, it's just interesting that um, when you think about Spiral, and then you think about how... I'm on Wikipedia right now, and that a Conti is 200 million tons. <laughs> and you think about him just sitting on Spiral. And Spiral what that can teleport to different universes <laughs> in a flash. Strategy is just flying your space and landing on you. into crushing us. Can just I remind you of something? And it doesn't. It didn't come across in the cartoon. Oh no! But it. But l- listen to these specs, okay? Just one more thing. One Akanti that enc- oh by the way Akanti is a whole species. One Akanti that encountered the Star Jammer easily dwarfed the thirty-eight mile long sh- dreadnought and swallowed the ship. Thirty-eight miles. We know the one thing the whale did, dude. But the whale's not that big <laughs> in the show. Am I even allowed to draft Akanti? The, the whale is Akanti's not that big in the show. <laughs> he isn't. It says it here. This, he ate the Star Jammer. Thirty-eight Wait, miles. Well, long. John picking the AI means John also gets the ship, which is like really huge too, because it was. Oh, like, I'll allow that. We've seen that ship quiet. I'll allow that. Huge. <laughs> really quiet. Really quiet. <laughs> Yeah, that's cool. Invisible as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's cool. Okay. Long high in the, in the clouds. All right, that's a really cool pick, uh, John. Really right. cool. So that's all cool. You want to get Spiral. What happens when Spiral teleports to the new dimension and she immediately gets punched in the face by Gladiator? Yeah, this was this she's was gonna get rocked. By the way, this is who I was describing during my first pick. Gladiator, who beat I, Rogue, yeah. by the way, in that fight. Wait, beat did he? Rogue. He got no, he got knocked into space. He knocked her out. Someone kicked him into space. Was that Phoenix? That was, that in was Phoenix, in Phoenix in the saga. very first oh, yeah. Phoenix dark, saga. But in the dark Phoenix when they're boxing, you're right. When they're boxing on the moon, Gladiator rocks. I love him. Their punches literally leveling buildings. That's he how was powerful almost, they are. He was almost my first. Pick. Um, he's basically, the shit. he's he's she are Superman. Um, he's got the laser vision. He's got the super breath. Yep. He's got the super strength. The invulnerability. Yep. The flight. You know him and Emma Frost working together. Oh yeah, it's gonna be tough. It's going to be tough I'm about to, to beat that. fuck you guys up. Dude. All right. Who's my Andrew's right got a safe, beautiful list right now. I'm just going to say it. What He's is got it? names that mean something. Emma Frost and Gladiator. Gladiator. Just very powerful. Yeah, it's a great list. Just solid, strong people. One has, bra- one has brawn. One has brains. I'm going for well-rounded. 
would fuck both. And you're talking about <laughs> hey, <laughs> me too, bud. And you have to say, oh, but also Gladiator's best attribute is sweet mohawk. And oh yeah, yeah. Oh no, big blue mohawk. Oh yeah, definitely making Yondu's look like little baby toy. Hey, careful! Don't talk shit about Yondu. Uh, All I right. forgot. Pick tar, baby. Number one, Yantu, Kraglin, Ravager baby. Head. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, for my second and third. God, you guys are screwed. I get two picks right in the middle. So, Dazzler's got to be... No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, I'll put it on a light show inside of Conti. All right. My second pick is going to be the woman herself who will lead this uh, ship, the Akanti, Lalandra. Okay. She is a wonderful character. We have seen her blossom from someone who just gets thrown around by Juggernaut and all of these bad guys in the in the Phoenix Saga. Now, later in the season, we were shocked at how she commanded her people and was making arguably great decisions. Yeah. Hard decisions. But she did it diplomatically. Yes. And she had to deal with Professor Xavier, who's <laughs> annoying. So... I'm going with Lalandra. I, I would say that's kind of points against her, really. The fact that her judgment is so bad that she would pick Xavier to be her boyfriend. Dude, she ditched his ass. <laughs> that's true. So oh, yeah, she did dump him at she the end did. of it. That's right. Yeah, uh, forgot about that. And also, while I'm on this Wikipedia, for Akanti, I do also want to note that it says <laughs> average wi- Okay, average height, five miles. Okay, interesting. His height is five miles? No, no, average. Oh, oh yes, his height is five <laughs> miles. That's impossibly huge. Yeah. Well, he weighs 200 million tons. And then I like that it says the animation under. wasn't accurate. I wanna, we got to hit up those corridor guys yeah. and get them to do a CGI visualization yes. <laughs> of I do want to say that it also lists under here eyes, two. two. He's got two of them. So that's cool. Hair, none. <laughs> um, unusual features, huge. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm starting to like this guy. He's okay. cool. All so right. wait, let me just put this. So you have a powerless alien... And and, uh, uh, <laughs> what do you mean? What are, Lelandra doesn't have, like, superpowers. Oh, yeah. No, she's just a good leader. Oh, that's a great point. <laughs> you, Can I even draft her? You, you sure you want to do in. Zaladane instead? No, no, no. I'm not, I'm not questioning. I'm just wondering if I even can use uh, uh, yeah. draft her. So, my third she's pick. She's eligible. Not to, now, this is where it gets really difficult. I love your strategy of, like, man, this pick is so good. Am I allowed to? Yeah, <laughs> yeah because they're so off the beaten path and good that you wouldn't even think of But them. sometimes you're so off the beaten path that you're just lost, you know? <laughs> I considered drafting a team that was completely off the rails and unstable, like just having Archangel and Soul Drinker on the same team just running <laughs> rampant throughout New York. Um, my third pick... Remember, you gotta you gotta come up with a strategy to beat Phoenix by the end of this. So I've already done it with a Conti. <laughs> uh, I will be picking Iceman. Oh, okay, Andrew, nice. Andrew doesn't like Iceman. I, I think, think he's. Rocks. I think he's fine. I think. He I rocks. think by the end of that episode, you were you were. Oh, he was a big piece of shit. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. he, he didn't learn anything. He got a, no. He did. He, he was saving face. <laughs> no, he literally just went see you guys later Ugh, and just like you'll get over I it. Stopped. Dude, the second he walks away, he's sobbing. Yeah. Well, he was addicted to Polaris. He mm. was yes. He didn't Polaris, handle it very dude. well. He didn't even listen to his own love Polaris. of his life. She, she, she left fucking, him. She dumped his ass because he was a piece of shit. Staged a kidnapping. Do you see how hot she was? I get it. I'm. Just, that's why I'm saying Iceman. Would be crying. He's sobbing after that. He's just like, he tried, whatever. He tried to like re-abduct his girlfriend. It's, okay. 
Anyway. He was holding her back from her true potential. And I know, agree with I'm that. I'm so glad you brought her up. That. I agree with that. Because rounding out my team in the third Wait. spot. It's not your turn, is it? Yeah. Yeah, it is. I'm after Henry. God damn it. Who are you about to pick? <laughs> rounding it out in <laughs> the third spot is our lady, Lorna Dane. Wow. Magneto's long-lost daughter herself. I think this is a miss, but. I Polaris. think it is, too, because it's a name, and I like that about her. And she's smoking hot, as we said. But we dissected that character in that episode, and we learned that she's not. Much more she than can, just Magneto. What do you mean, not much more than? You're, oh, yeah, like, I mean that is. Pretty oh good. yeah, you know he's not much more than LeBron James. You know she's also <laughs> arguably the hottest he's one we've not, seen. That's true. Not much more than freaking Shohei Otani. All right, you know right. she can control magnetism and electromagnetism. That's like again Shohei Otani hit and pitch. You know what I'm saying? Corsair is she still can control on the board. Your, she's gonna <laughs> shut. Polaris is gonna use her powers to shut down that ship AI. Corsair is on the board. She's gonna go. I was picking between Iceman and Corsair. <laughs> they are the two coolest people. Corsair's just a guy with a gun. Yeah. And a shit. Doesn't he have a sword? He, no, that's Raza. That's his cybernetic friend. In the Lego figure that John got me, Corsair had a sword. Corsair does have a sword in the comics, yeah, like yes. But he's never, he's never used one in the in the show, though. Cyclops used a sword in the show. In the dream sequence. That's true. We he had also had a shotgun sequence. one time and pointed at himself. <laughs> Is this right? Yeah. He held it with two <laughs> hands in front of him like a little goofus. Dude, think about this. Okay, sorry. One last thing about my pick. <sighs> Are you going back to the way? When Akanti Conti is l- crash landing, Iceman is going to create an ice uh, runway. Okay. And so Akanti can then just slide. And while he's sliding, he will be picking up <laughs> momentum so fast and so strong and remind that me. he will have the power of a meteorite <laughs> that can crash into anything including the phoenix okay but th- let me uh and what's lalandra doing during all this yeah. she's just standing there she's she's standing and pointing saying ahead go <laughs> she's like the captain oh, we need God. her mind holy shit dude they, the country really don't have hair because she has feathers and ice man is made of ice yeah. Wait. Does Conti has no hair? Does the Laundra have mind? You're the hairless team. Does mm-hmm. Laundra have mind powers? No. Then she how can is communicate Xavier? that way? Xavier was. She was calling out to Xavier. They believe that they can have like a psychic, like a mental bond between like. And them who and has a life. bond with a Conti? Lalandra. Let me look. Some and up. that's important. Yes. That's a zombie, not a whale. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I will say, she does technically have superhuman strength. Oh my god. You're Do giving it. me more and more powers on this one. She's tall. You but, like, but like compared to Gladiator li- and Rogue. now because soon you're going to see why you all fucked up. But compared to like Gladiator and Rogue, it's nothing. This is fucking hilarious. You know what I mean? I'm but drafting Eric Leewald next. <laughs> you'd win. But she does. So she has limited telepathy with Xavier. It's part of kind of her psychic bond that they share. Interesting. So unless she has a psychic bond it with someone. It says limited telepathy. So. Yeah, <laughs> limited to Xavier. Uh-huh. And it says she are armor. Oh, and who has Xavier and who on else team? Has That's armor. me Damn on my X team. So I'll just have Xavier just quickly go. Whoa, what is that? That mind. team's dead now. No, that team's dead. <laughs> oh, okay. That team does not exist. <laughs> oh, got it, got it, got it. She okay. also has a ceremonial staff. And does anyone else here have one? Actually, yes. T- Black Tom, which you are now drafting. One of you? <laughs> you really want Black <laughs> Tom? Who's next? Black Tom? John gets two, and then it's back to me. and then it's My final la- two. Last picks, yeah. Unless we do five, but I think four feels good. Hmm. Four is good. Well, we'll see. I have a really good first pick, and I think um, you guys are thinking about this all wrong. It's not brute force. That's not okay. how you take on Phoenix. Okay. <laughs> you don't run a whale into them. You don't punch them with Gladiator. Yes. You outthink Phoenix. And there's one person who 
is in control of the X Factor, who survives eons to live <laughs> through the worst fucking apocalypse you could ever imagine. Okay. His name is Forge. Oh, okay. And he is. You can't pick Forge. Why can't he pick Forge? Yes, you can. Yes, you can. Forge is X Factor. Continue. Forge is Professor X, but better. He's fucking weird, though. Forge. Yeah. He's kind of a weird guy. <laughs> is the better team. I wanted to watch. He's the leader of the better team, and he's a, yeah. su- a, a guy who knows how to survive and can get Shit. you out of any situation. And if you pair him with Shit. that AI, Shit. there's nothing they cannot it's do. Pretty smart. Fuck. It's pretty smart. Need... Pairing him with the AI is the smart Fuck. move. I need X Factor on my team. So John's got the synergy in mind with his team where he's like, okay, this character's going to buff this character. He's got that, that, that Marvel snap. I do snap. too. I already explained <laughs> my Plus synergy. spiral calling the shots as a producer, like, let's do this, let's do this, and they, they can get the fuck out of there. That is your Rip, worst pick. Ripping open spiral's a portal. Good. That uh, is your worst a, pick. Spiral's a good fighter. That's maybe the worst. how much you like No, spiral, that's dude. maybe the worst pick of the day. What? You don't think it's Lalandra? Um, <laughs> Wikipedia says powers and abilities. <laughs> no, 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 no. All right, John. Lalandra's physical abilities abilities are somewhat greater than those of a human woman. Somewhat, <laughs> g- <laughs> she's a little better than a human woman. I will say one thing though. She is also a good starship pilot. Okay. And who needs to be able to power pilot a Conti with her? So you've got uh, Lalandra piloting. With limited <laughs> you tele- need, you with need one character in order to make another character Andrew, on your team work. Andrew, Lalandra also has limited telepathic abilities whose extent have yet to be clearly defined. Yeah, so well, Emma Frost is going to shut down her brain in two seconds, which will also shut down a Conti. because they are not clearly defined. So <laughs> they could be way, way more powerful. Uh, who's up? It's John with his last pick. So you got you got ships AI spiral and forge. I'm really trying to continue. The, forge is good. Forge the is synergy cool. here and try to continue the the teamwork effort here. Forge can invent weapons. Powers? Oh right, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm yeah, gonna go. Power, this the power is a of desperate invention. attempt to to have a recognizable name on my team. It's gonna be Lady Deathstrike. Well, that's interesting. It's very similar to to whatever the lady is that I already forgot. Spiral. Spiral. Lady Deathstrike. She controls Kinda. the Reavers. She has all She's of also like Wolverine, that, basically. No, which is you pretty just sick. get her. You don't get the Reavers, too. The Reavers do not like her, I don't think. Or no, she doesn't like the Reavers. She doesn't like them. She, she was could just care less. She was using them as like her own mercenaries. Yeah. I think Lady Deathstrike is cool. She is. But you don't she get is. the Reavers with her. That's fine. She's awesome. She's um, very strong. And yeah, I think she's like, a recognizable name on my team. She's that, a machine. She can just, you just slash you her. You know who works well with machines? Forge. Mm-hmm. Dude. Enhance. Pick another expert. But guess what? All I do is with Polaris, I just go magnet. It's You're, so funny that I'm dead. talking shit about Deathstrike when my team is what it is. <laughs> but I love it. I think my team rocks. It's a good team. It's a strong, specific oh, team. Thank you. Zaladane's still on the I'm board, pulling dude. that quote. Garrock and Zaladane, both still available. Garrock is available, Andrew. I'm shocked that you haven't picked this this amazing rock god, Aerosmith guy, that you have not, uh, uh, that you talked so much amazing It, it hurts me not to pick Hobgoblin, too. I love Hobgoblin. Uh, the underbite himself, Hobgoblin. Mm-hmm. Well, here, the thing with Garrock, though, is that, like, he he's sucks. a god yeah, who's, right. who's <laughs> who was imprisoned pretty easily. Um, no, I'm... Lalandra sometimes wears battle armor of unknown composition. <laughs> All I like... of these Wikipedia things are just like, I don't know, man. Probably Bullets, fine. maybe. <laughs> She's a bit stronger than a woman, <laughs> a female, a, a human woman. Um, uh, Are you going to pick Banshee? <gasps> no, I'm not picking Banshee. Um, this is really tough. I mean, I could go for five, to be honest, if you guys want to do it. 
Suck my ass. Okay. I, oh wow. No, you're right. <laughs> um, I'm going Soul Drinker. Holy shit! Ooh. Now, if we have Soul Drinker, does he also get his prison, his space prison? No, it's just Soul Drinker. You just get. Soul I'm Drinker. the ship here. He he'll eat everyone. Like, like I get you to, have. To, I you get have to, to explain this a little. Okay, bit. Okay, so Soul no, but Soul Drinker is contained by the combined powers of Emma Frost, Gladiator, and Polaris. Oh. They're controlling Soul Drinker. <laughs> Polaris can't do shit against. <laughs> she's hot though. Yeah. Yeah. She, yeah. yeah. Um, that's that's kind of where I'm at with Soul Drinker. Maybe I mean, she's uh, like, and he's just gonna drink your souls. I'll give you a kiss if you behave. And he's like, I'll think about it. Your entire team's going to be, uh, Conti the whale's going to be reaching out from inside Soul Drinker going, eh, And that's why I need Chode. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> you realize I brought, I'm the only one that brought back Beast's love, right? I'm the only one that brought that character back from the dead. I would have. I, I, John, she was number one pick on my list. <laughs> and yet <laughs> and you I, chose. And I audibled. And I audibled. <laughs> the Conti. I love a Conti. The giant whale. He's so cool. All right, Henry, last pick. Sorry that you guys didn't pick the five mile high whale. Idiots. So stupid. All right. So far, my team is Akanti. Needs no introduction. Lalandra. Iceman. Bobby himself. That is a strong team. Wow. Mm. My fourth and potentially final pick is going to be Havoc. Okay. Finally. Havoc a, a choice has that makes sense. a cape. He's cool. No, he doesn't. And yeah, he, he did. He does not have a he cape. He doesn't have a cape. A collar. He had a collar. He had a cool collar. Yeah, okay, he had a cool leather the, jacket. I was thinking of the collar and the, the collar. jacket. Multiple man had the uh, trench coat. Dude, the jacket he had with that big collar. Wow. That's literally all I'm thinking of. I couldn't tell you what his power is. <laughs> he just has a cool... You just want that jacket. Dude, that jacket? Oh, my God. Havoc. <laughs> and let's just say that they're fighting. Think about this. Guys, this is where you're going to have my back. You're thinking about taking down the Phoenix? Mm-hmm. Who's going to have the Phoenix's back, potentially? Cyclops. Cyclops can't do shit. No, it's just Phoenix by herself. I'm just saying, what if Cyclops is in the mix? Nope. Can't do shit to have it. Just imagine Phoenix has already killed all the X-Men, and like our squads coming in are like the last chance to kill to defeat the Phoenix. Havoc it's true. Has I, so powers. Havoc works for Forge. And so you've got a Conti flying in from <laughs> space to kill the Phoenix with Lalandra, Iceman, and Havoc inside of it. This is so awesome. You're right, Andrew. It is awesome. <laughs> Meanwhile, right, I've got Emma team. Frost controlling the Soul Drinker while Gladiator and Polaris lay the beat down. Yeah. Soul Drinker comes in, sucks Phoenix's soul. I think, it. listen, I soul love... Soul Drinker becomes Phoenix at that point. Soul I got Drinker, Phoenix Drinker. Soul Drinker's a really cool guy, yeah. as we all know. We all love But I have to say, a little, a little bit, uh, you know, um, unstable. <laughs> Just a little. Hey, the, the the plan was to beat Phoenix. We never said what no, would happen next. Mine and is to bail. The, my backup plan <laughs> is to run. And who's gonna? And what are you gonna run in? Not a whale. A, a ship. <laughs> Not a two hundred ton whale. Ship. Yeah, you guys both picked like vessels. Yeah, we, we can characters. we can bail. We don't want to fight Phoenix. That's a stupid move. I'm you, fighting Phoenix, and I'm taking all the other souls with me. Think about this fish diving <laughs> as fast as it can into Phoenix. All right. Well, if you want to vote for created, <laughs> surrounded by ice, and then a blast, and then the and then the whale opens its mouth, and you're like, "What the fuck?" And a, you see it start to glow right inside its mouth, and then a giant beam fires out from Havoc, <laughs> okay. piloted by Lalandra, and she says, "That's good. Do that," and then. <laughs> Just right into him. Oh, 
You're and think right. about it's the a, lore of that too. Quite an image. And think about the lore of that too. Havoc is the one. If anyone that from takes Marvel Comics with the beam, is listening, with the beam, and and Cyclops is like, my brother did that. That's shit. Dude. I think we got a great idea for a one shot here mm-hmm. with Marvel Comics. If we can come up with a please you know, a single issue like Akanti, the single issue. We're series. doing this on the spot. The Akanti Adventures. Think about the writing we could do when we actually have to sit down and think about it, guys. Damn. Jesus Christ. This thing would sell itself. But we can't do any writing until the <laughs> writers and the WGA figure out an agreement, guys. Come on. Yeah, someone needs to go to the tell the AMPTP to give the writers what they deserve. More like the poo-poo-poo-poo-p. Am I right? Yes. Yes. It's all chat GPT to me. So if you want to vote for any of these, go to our Twitter, at XBoysPod on Twitter. We don't have a lot of followers there, but... I uh, want a fifth pick. We get some good engagement and work... <laughs> Can I tell you what my runner? Let's all can we all just yeah, have let's a, all runner do a runner up? up? We won't include it in the official in the official. Sure. Jason Wingard. Oh, I was gonna try and go for him next. He would be my. Oh wait, I guess we didn't do an order, but he is my fifth pick, and I think he was really cool, and uh, he was the guy who cucked Cyclops, mm. even though Gene didn't really have any control over it. So that's kind of weird. But you know what? Really strong. I think that we need to give a little bit of credit to the inner circle besides Emma Frost, who's obviously very strong. Mm. But the rest of those guys really gave the X-Men a good tussle. Yeah. I was uh, going to pick a Hobgoblin for mine. <laughs> the guy, the, for, you took him from John? The Shi'ar yeah. Imperial Guard who can turn into a Bakarian shovel beast. Wow. Yeah, that's good. A- among other, Fantastic he's a shapeshifter. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. John, who, you, who do you think? Chode. Ah, really? Nice. Okay. He's a big lizard boy. He's a smart guy. Can I tell you who was on my short list overall, who I didn't draft? Yeah. Corsair, just because he's cool. You had all the Star Jammers. Corsair's just a human dude at the end of the day. He's cool. He's just a guy. He's just cool. He's just a cool guy. He had a gun and a sword. If we were drafting for specific positions, like on the team where it's like, okay, this is the leader, this is the muscle, this is the brains, this is the... uh, That could have been an interesting way to do it. Uh, Who fucks a cat? Yeah. I had Soul Drinker. (laughs) I had Soul Drinker on my list. I had Archangel as my list, Mm. just because it could be fun. He is strong. Yeah. Uh, I had Zabu because he's cool. Uh, I had Banshee potentially, and I had Black Tom. And then I thought Black Tom actually did nothing. <laughs> I had pretty much all of the inner circle except for Donald Pierce. Uh, Sebastian oh, wow. Shaw would have been one of my top picks too if I could yeah, have Yeah, 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 yeah. Could we have picked Dark Professor X? No. But I like that. Nah, because Xavier, I mean, it's Xavier at the end of the day. So. Yeah. Well, no, you you pick who you're drafting. You're drafting unconscious Xavier. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you his body's just lying there while dark Xavier's flying around doing all kinds of crazy shit. Wow. I think, did we do it? Is that it? We did. Yeah. Is that the season? <sighs> what a season. Season three, we are in space and things start to get wacky wild. But Andrew, from the comics, I feel like this is kind of now, like this is what X-Men is all about. Absolutely. Absolutely. Right? X-Men's, so it's, it's about taking these kids, you know, because they all started as kids who just got, they found out that they were this thing one day. They found out that they were mutants. Do you believe the And the to me, X-Men is, you know, there's a lot of moments that I say where X-Men's at its best. It's at its best when it's digging into these characters, when it's digging up past trauma, mining it for future adventures, but also... A24 took that and made it what their movies are about. <laughs> sure. Yeah, so that's another... Thing when, that when you take, but when you inspired. when you take the X Men and you put them in the most outrageous, fantastical situation imaginable, something where you're taking these kids who just they were all kids who just thought they were normal, and then they had these insane abilities that then put them separate from everyone else, made the world hate them, but then gave them access to this life that is beyond 
human imagination. Space. You know, they get to go to the Savage Land. They're going to space. They're fighting dinosaurs. They're fighting aliens. You say get to go to the Savage Land. Saving the world. Saving the universe. (laughs) It's awesome. They get to write dinosaurs, okay? That's really fucking cool. That's pretty cool. And these are people who are outsiders, cast aside by society, who are going on the most fantastic, amazing, incredible adventures while saving those people who hate and fear them. Yeah. You know, I loved how grounded they sort of kept that first season where it was all on Earth. See, that's my favorite. Fighting the races, fighting the prejudice, Same. and season two, they did a lot. I, I, it's I, maybe, I'm maybe realizing. Things I like it when they do that, but I also like it when they go beyond that. When you, you take them. I, there's a limit for me personally. Yeah. And I, I'm realizing that about myself and about my, my X-Men love, because I love them. But there is a certain point where it gets a little too wacky wild for me. But that also is the X-Men. Yeah. And I'm it just is. learning what I like. It's also Eric Lee Wald and all being a little too into Star Trek and like those serialized. That could be a point. That could be It something. feels like that is more the show than it is the comics every now and then. Is that true? No. Because all oh, of these stories good. are adapted from comics. Right. Okay. You know? right. And I think season three was honestly the closest the series has been to the source material in a lot of these stories. Right. Um, I got, dude, I got a comic, re- like a graphic novel recently. It is wacky wild. They're on another planet. What, mm-hmm. what is, what is it? Planet M or some shit? Or what oh, is it called? Oh, we've seen that. Asteroid M. Asteroid M. Asteroid M. What the hell? You get more of Asteroid M in the future. And, and I think. In the series? I think, yeah. And what Whoa. season four. It's usually the last level on the. Looking a little ahead to season four, it looks like that's the season where, you know, I feel like seasons one, two, and three were all kind of themed towards specific things. Season four really seems to be an embracing of, like, all of it, where you get your grounded stories, you get your wacky stories, you get your dark past backstories, Mm -hmm. and it it seems like they're mixing and matching all this. I can't wait for it. I think it's going to be even better than season three. I'm scared. Where do we rank our seasons so far? Oh, it's right one, now, two, three. Yeah, one, two, three. that's the, our season averages have been yeah. season one first. Oh yeah, we talked about two, that. Three, yeah. yeah, right. But we love Obsession. Like we, I remember we. I love all the seasons. They're I, all yeah, in the sevens. I, it's it's hard all to... so season one to go over it again is a seven point seven. Season two is a seven point five, and season three is a seven point one. Dude, two has some good Keep shit. in mind, season one's actually higher because we still haven't adjusted John's zero scores that he gave <laughs> when he was giving zeros to episodes that season did not feature great. Gambit. One is Especially like greatest in retrospect, hits, though, yeah, yeah. Of like of arcs from the like that's crazy. Yeah. One is truly a great like. There is not much. a bad episode in season one. That being one. said, I cannot believe we have not gotten a Nightcrawler yet. That promises a lot of season great four. shit for me. Season four coming up, coming up, and stay with us, folks. We don't know when it's going to come out. But it'll come out when it comes out. Thanks for joining us for these three seasons. Wow. Uh, yeah, we did it. Can't wait for the next one. Guys, it's been real. Season three, what a blast. Also, thanks for sticking with us. I feel like the schedule of this season got a little wacky. We got a little busy. And the random <laughs> Thankfully, most of you are listening drops. to this far after the fact. <laughs> yeah. And you'll just be binging through all this. This show knows a lot about out-of-order episodes and, and delays. So. Yeah, yeah. We're trying to keep in spirit with that show. Exactly. But tune in. We're going to be doing season four very soon. And then Kicking season things five. Off. And then it's done. With a familiar face. What are we going to do? The Juggernaut. Ooh. Yeah. Last, last, episode we, last of we saw four. he was punted into the horizon. Yep, punted off into the horizon by Gladiator. Where did he land? On my team. Remember that, folks, when you're voting on our Twitter at Pod. No, vote for my team. Please vote. I need you guys to go to Twitter, please. It's so easy to look us up. Just type in X-Boys. At X-Boys Pod. Yeah. On Twitter, on Instagram, follow us. And post there sometimes. And again, it's really important that you vote for me. Okay, everybody. I'm Henry. I'm Andrew. I'm John. And we are X-Guys. Just kidding. We're boys.
hello to you. Get it on a red light overload.